Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And today, Tyler, we are previewing everything that will happen in this week five of the college football season. Are you ready? I am so ready. I'm so pumped. Let Oh, oh the so energy much, came so out. so much good football's back. Oh, uh, gosh, like a, like a Keanu Neal heat hit. Like, oh, the energy uh, just came out there. Uh, Tyler, you know what? I, I, I'm going to see your energy so much that I'm going to say we're going to skip over quick hits today. All right? Uh, see, How about that? There it is. Let's just go straight into the football. Yeah. Let's go straight into it. And, Tyler, we're going to begin with the first game that we talk about every week. And that's South Carolina. That's oh, South Carolina. I went to say the yeah, whole no, game. I uh, meant to say the Gator don't game. Do that. Um, <laughs> we don't um, talk about Mike Bobo every week. No, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Florida game. Uh, South Carolina is coming to Gainesville to take on the Gators. It's a noon kickoff on ESPN yet again. Let's hope this isn't a trend. <laughs> um, although it does work out in my favor this week because I am going me Apple too. Picking. It does work out in my scheduling wise. It does scheduling help wise me, exactly. I could watch the whole game. I don't game. want every single week to be a noon game. <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, all right, Tyler. Let's talk about it. We go through each phase of the game. Let's start with the offense. What are we looking for from this Gators offense? The number three ranked team in the country. Yep. Yep. Number three. What are we looking for? What, what mean, else could we ask for from like, this offense? What else? I heard today in uh, from a little snippet that uh, Brian Johnson, the quarterbacks coach and off, offensive coordinator behind Dan Mullen, he, offensive coordinator and then quarterbacks and then coach, he sir, promoted. he got the he's, promotion. He's going to be head coach soon. Uh, I, I love having a good. Have I told I you my theory? Staff. I love. Have I told you coach. my theory? Go go ahead. Go ahead. Give it to me. That here, hoods on. Oh, blankets hoods on. everything. All right, Mister. Oh. Yeah, open your third eye. Open it. Um. In about three years, I think because of the success of the Florida program that we will have, Dan Mullen's going to lead to the NFL. And at that moment, at that moment, we were pro- we will promote Johnson and he will take over as the head coach. That is some good. That it's is the, some it's conspiracy the hood, third eye worthy conspiracy. It is. Sometimes it is you're the- like. Oh, this coach will take this good job next year. I'll be like, that's not really a conspiracy theory. That's just a projection. <laughs> like, this no, no, is no. a conspiracy theory. And here's, one, and here's why. You already got to just get Dan Mullen out of Florida, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And two, that means that we have to keep Brian Johnson that long. <laughs> so here's here's my thing. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a – I think Dan Mullen and Brian Johnson have had these conversations. I think it's, hey, the only place I would really leave here for would be an NFL job. And – I think you would do great. And it establishes that whole Florida culture thing, right? It's yeah. that culture that Washington now has that was passed on. It's that culture that Ohio State now has because it was passed on. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that that could work. But that is definitely – all right, we can take off our hoods. We can close the all third right. eye, all that. Back to this week's yeah. game. What I was going to say was yeah. that it was it came out that against Ole Miss, Florida didn't – like that. that was just their base offense. Like mm-hmm. they didn't do any trickery. Right. They didn't run anything like super special they'd had working on or some new plays. It was just like, no, we just ran our base offense. Um, and they scored, they put up a 50 burger and had the most yards in an SC game in school history. Yeah. Um, granted, against the Ole Miss defense, which I don't think is very good. It's, it's Louisville levels of good. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, uh, I mean, for, you just want to see, I want to see the momentum s- sustained. They don't have to elevate me. I just I don't want to see boneheaded mistakes, which we didn't see last week. Right. But I don't want to see boneheaded mistakes. I want to keep yep. the energy up. I agree. And, and I, I, I doesn't even have to be Kyle Trask throwing six touchdowns. Like right. I'd and this is and this is unequivocally going to be a better defense. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that Muschamp has, it's a good defense. 
So we know that we're going to go up against a tougher competition on that side of the ball. And I also would like to see the run game a little bit more, right? Like, mm-hmm. I just I, I want to see more. The more reps we can get on the run game, the more touches Malik Davis can get, the better. Not, not just selfishly, but I think for the good of the team. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it would be nice to get the offensive line to be able to push up against some tough competition in a South Carolina defense that we know Muschamp is always going to keep ready. So that's what I'm looking for from the offense. Tyler, what are we looking for from the defense? Because we know what about last week. We talked about it earlier this week, What what uh, the uh, expectations for this defense. What are we looking for for a bounce back? We're looking for them to tighten up. Like just, <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> get it together, y'all for boys. <laughs> anything, I, I I want a limited. I want first step, the most important thing to me: limit explosive passing plays. Yes, because they they Matt Corral they gave Matt Corral and Matt Corral took everything. He yeah. got everything that he wanted out of explosive passing plays, which mm-hmm. is statistically an anomaly. Like that's not going to happen every time, right? But I want to see. I I want to make. I want to see. I want to be proven right that I think that that was a fluke. And mm-hmm. is not indicative of what this team is. Right. What the side of the ball is. I want I so the biggest part of that to me is limiting explosive passing plays. And and this is weird, at least for our generation. You know, we're in our twenties and mm-hmm. we grew we when we grew up, Florida was the Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer, Percy Harvin offense. But more than that, it was a hard nose hitting defense. Like defense has been our identity throughout the twenty first century. And mm-hmm. I feel like we're going back to maybe early Spurrier where the offense was firing on all cylinders, but maybe the defense was kind of lacking it at times. I don't want to live in that world. I love the fact that the, <laughs> that the defense for the longest time has been our yeah. like shining moment. And I just want the offense to come to the level to complement it. The offense is there now. It's a matter of can this defense bounce back like you said. And I want to point out we will have our starting safeties. We will have yes. that leadership in the secondary. It's not just Marco Wilson out there you know, pointing out telling freshmen and, and redshirt freshmen what to do yeah and i'm not i'm not super worried about the systemic as ever i think some people are like oh is florida you know coming back becoming a big 12 team systemically i don't really think that's i push issue. back on that statement yeah do like, not put us in that category like systemically i don't think that's really going to be an issue because like dan mullen his entire coaching tenure while being an offensive coach has always pro- like made it a point to attempt to have good defense. He hasn't he always does, had him. He does what he build, good coaches do. He recruits and builds to the other side of the ball as well. Like, and that's what good coaches do. They know their strength, so therefore they spend more time recruiting the opposite side of the ball. Yeah. So uh, first step, limit exposing passing plays. Second step, get get negative plays. Mm-hmm. I want sacks. I want turnovers. I want and, third and 12s, third and 15s. Yes. Yeah. And I want... I want I want to force punts, like mm-hmm. that wasn't really happening against Ole Miss, and like the, right. there was a turnover. It was the uh, Gervon Dexter interception, but that's mm-hmm. a lucky play, right? Like that's a heads up play by Brenton Cox, and even more heads up play by Gervon Dexter to get right there and catch it. But that is not you can't rely on that, right? And it's hard to rely on turnovers. Uh, turnovers are super random, but mm-hmm. even but I want to see those situations like being created. I want to see. Cre- situations that allow for fumbles to be created situations that are forcing yes. quarterbacks into bad throws to be yes. created like yes I so, completely agree completely yeah, agree. first step limit explosive passing plays second step is is to create negative plays and, and i would even say get off the field on third downs because there off. were there were there were a couple of plays in that south in south carolina in that old miss game where it was like third and seven third and eight 
and Ole Miss kind of kept the drive going on an explosive play. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. get off the field. All right. Good. Let's hope that that comes to fruition. That's what we'll be looking out for. I think I'm going to be able to watch for sure the first half of this game. Maybe the second half. Depends on when we're leaving to go apple picking. Because um, that's a you thing are that... such a northerner, man. Uh, th- sir, take that back. <laughs> you take that back right now. All right. All right. All right. I'll take it I back. am a I'll Floridian. First and foremost, you are you're transplanted Floridian. I am a I'm an expat Floridian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before we go on, Tyler, um, I just once again weekly shout out Evan McPherson, best kicker in the in the game. Uh, Nothing, fifty five yards last week. Outstanding. Hey, um, I didn't even realize until you texted me that it was fifty five yarder because I was I saw Evan trot out onto the field and I was like automatic. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where we are. Given three points, we're good. Yeah. Uh, we are good. Um, no, and I, I apologize to our Australian punter. I don't know your name yet, and that's a good thing because that means that you're we not going to get a lot of chances to play. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, I understand you got big shoes to fill. You have two um, Townsend brothers that were your predecessors. I know that's tough to do. We here at Sideline Judgment, we are avid supporters of the Townsend family. We thank them for their service to the University of Florida. Um, but I kind of hope I don't know your name because that means that we don't punt. And that's something I don't yeah. want to do. So absolutely. there we go. There we go. Tyler, before we get into five wide and two point, we got to talk about some postponements. Rice and Marshall, that game has been postponed. And Troy at South Alabama has been postponed. And Tyler, I'm a little bit distur- disturbed. I'm a little bit distressed that Troy in South Alabama is not being played because that had all the makings of a 10:30 kickoff on CBS sports network that I have no business allegedly gambling on. And I am yeah. so disappointed that we don't get that. It's such an Alabama rivalry too. Like Rice <sighs> and Marshall is whatever, but like Troy at South Alabama was like, Oh, like it's a nice little, it's a nice little Sunbelt game. Like, it's nice. It's, you- in, it's an in-state Sunbelt game. Come yeah. on, man, man. Darn. Hopefully it gets All played right. at some point. Hopefully it gets rescheduled. Tyler, let's get into five wide. We have five fantastic games to be played. Two of them are top 25 ranked matchups. One of them is a top 10 ranked matchup. And oh, uh, yeah. we are going to get into those right now. You will be going first on two-point conversion, which means... You go first. I go All first right. on five wide. I just did like the count. I don't know if you heard me. The Sergio Tyler. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'll start us off. I'll start us off. Um, we have not given you, Sideline Judgment listeners, any noon games. So you are free to watch the Gator game at your heart's desire. But you will begin at 3.30 with the number 13th ranked Texas A&M Aggies heading to Bryant-Denny Stadium to take on the number two ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. That is a 3.30 kickoff on CBS. <laughs> So that game will be the game of the week for the SEC. Tyler, I think it's an easy pick after seeing what Texas A&M did last week against Vandy and after seeing what Alabama did to Missouri. Uh, yeah, I'm going Alabama. Like, we here. have to put this because this is the first 330. Like, like, well, it's the second. Cause, but, like, mm-hmm. it's the Alabama, Texas A&M, Alabama, it's 330 on CBS. Like, it's, yeah. our big, it's one of our bigger ranked matchups we've even at, gotten. At one season. point like, in time, to- Tyler... Yeah. At one point in time, this game was the Johnny Manziel game. At this exact same time spot, this this game was Johnny Manziel yeah. about a decade ago. So we have to give it, it the respect. 
that it, it stuff could happen. You know, it it gets yeah. weird out in the SEC West. So That's we're both true. taking we're both uh, taking Alabama. Right? That being said, we're both taking Alabama. Like, okay. I Good. I mean, I I would be a fraud. I would be a liar if I said what I said about Kellen Mond just one episode <laughs> ago, and had the audacity to take him against Nick Saban. You know what? This, I have never made an easier pick in my life. Tyler, how funny would it be if you just you spent probably like seven minutes on our last episode earlier in the week talking about how Kellen Mond is a fraud? What if you came out here and said, I know Kellen Mond is a fraud. However. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I've never been a believer in Mac Jones. He went to my rival high school. Never, never, never. Buck Foles. Buck Foles. I don't even know what you said, but I'm on your corner, The Bulls school is my rival high school, so we said Buck Foles. Um, Buck Foles, got it. Like like this, like Tuck Texas. Yes, absolutely. Gotcha. Moving gotcha. on. <laughs> Moving on. The number twenty five ranked Memphis Tigers are taking on SMU. Same time slot, three thirty, and that will be on ESPN two. Tyler, this is an interesting matchup because you have two. This is a tough one. On paper, two really good offenses. There's yeah. going to be some points in this game, Tyler. Who do you have? So this, yeah, and it's weird because like. You're passing over it at a glance, like not even really paying attention. You're like, oh, one's ranked. It's a group five team or one's ranked and the other's not. Like, mm-hmm. Typically, in the way the world normally works, you're like, okay, well, the the ranked team, if they're good enough to get ranked, right. they'll probably smash this team. I, I, think you're, I, think you're, I think you're not giving enough respect to the American Conference, but I digress. Well, you know, but I'm, I'm talking about like the general mindset being like. Ah, uh, the, the, the layman's college football analysis. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you're just passing through the ESPN schedule, you're, you're looking for a ranked matchup. Your this average college football fan. Yeah. And your average college football fan, but not us. Not us. Um, I look at this game, number 25 Memphis, at SMU. Mm-hmm. And you know what? In the in the forever, uh, you know, in the faded forever battle of tigers and ponies, um, <laughs> I'm going to take the ponies. Oh. I'm going to go with the SMU Mustang. Mustang? Mustang. Mustangs. <laughs> So you have faith in Shane Buchel. You know what? Damn it. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that a lot of it has to do with Memphis. Neither of these two teams have played in the last week. Um, True. And I like what I've seen from both of them. This is a real toss-up to me. Like, I really – but Memphis is has a new head coach who I think very highly of, Ryan Silverfield. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Memphis is a new head coach, and SMU returns a lot of what they had last year, and they have their head coach. So yep. – I'm banking on a little bit more of the continuity, and I'm going to go with the SMU Mustangs. It's funny because I'm actually going to use the same logic, but I'm going to apply it to the Memphis Tigers. So uh, I am taking the Memphis Tigers because I think um, Silverfield was there before. There's continuity there. Granted, he is not Mike Norvell, but he has been entrenched in that system, the in that program. The players loved him. They all advocated for him to get the job, and then he ended up getting the job, which is fantastic. You have 75-year-old quarterback, um, what's his name? White? Brady White. Brady White. Uh, I was going to say Sean White. Dr. Brady White. <laughs> Dr. Brady White. You know what? Maybe Brady White should link up with that Georgia quarterback, and they should start um, a doctor and law firm. Like An injury right. an injury law firm. An injury like, law firm. Yeah, because then Brady White Bennett fixes and White. Up. Bennett and White, yeah. <laughs> Bennett and White, medics at law. <laughs> have you been sacked by life? call us is your line not protecting you at home has the play (laughs) (laughs) 
Has your offensive coordinator not called the right plays in life? <laughs> Call us today. <laughs> oh, let's keep. Oh, God. Anyway, so I'm going to go with, with that, with Memphis for that reason. I also realized, Tyler, who was SMU's offensive coordinator last year? <laughs> Rhett Lashley. And where is Rhett Lashley? Oh, now? dang it. You're so Where right. is he now? He's in Coral Gables. He is with De'Ara King, turning him into a Heisman contender. So, for that reason, I'm going to take my chances with the Memphis Tigers. Nah, fam. Also, I am down three points, so we got to split at some point, and I got to catch up. That's a good point. This is one of those games I think I can get. All right, moving on. I'm excited to watch this one. In the similar time slot, we have Ole Miss heading to Kroger Field, bringing the groceries out to Kentucky. I every season I forget they named their field after a grocery store. <laughs> well, okay, have, did you know that for the longest time when Orlando City was building their stadium, there were rumors that it was going to be Publix Park. I wish it would have been great. It would have been fantastic. Like Ole Miss is taking on Kentucky, four o'clock on SEC Network. Tyler, I have the pick here. I'm going with Kentucky because of what I saw, or rather, didn't see, out of the Ole Miss defense. Um, mm. And I really liked what I saw out of Kentucky for the first three and a half quarters against Auburn. Held their own. Offense was clicking. Defense was doing well. I think that this will be a high-scoring affair because, as as was proven last week, a Lane Kiffin SEC game is going to be a high-scoring affair. Um, I feel like a lot of Ole Miss's games. I, I feel like I feel like Ole an Miss, alleged Ole Miss is going to be the shootout team. Ole Miss is going to be the shootout team. Uh, I can't wait for the Egg Bowl. Oh, my Lord. Can we just um, fast forward? Like, if I think if the over 70, I might hit the over <laughs> for the Egg Bowl. I would. I, would. I think I might just just for the fun of it. So just, I'm going to go with Kentucky. Because. I'm going to go with Kentucky on those reasons. And like I said, future Miami Hurricanes head coach. Um, Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops. I, I like him. He's He's got those those uh, those trenches running really well. See, this one's tough for me because Kentucky is definitely a better team. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where coming off of an emotional loss at Auburn, mm-hmm. um, is Ole Miss like, going to catch them? Because I, I, I don't know the vibe of the Ole Miss program, but I have to imagine it's pretty, despite after the Florida game, despite giving up 600-plus yards and 51 points, mm-hmm. I think that there's got to be some positivity considering how quickly and how – how how quickly the offense was going it's like, funny how, how lane kiffin has had them running pretty well with a limited pra- amount of practice limited could you practice. imagine this team with a spring with spring ball come on now come on, come now. on. Right. um that's that makes it div- difficult but if you look at kentucky's schedule like this is a game they have to have yeah they have to they they really needed that auburn win but they got to play florida they got to play georgia yeah i think they draw alabama they mm-hmm. like they they have to have this one if they want to make a run and i i really like mark stoops and i was prepared to go on this the upset factor but i'm, I'm switching my pick over to kentucky because I, I do think that they're gonna win like tyler do you know if old miss is their annual crossover game like us with lsu no mississippi state is their annual crossover game old miss is, our, is uh yes okay. kentucky old miss is vanderbilt's annual crossover game like the locked, locked in place got you okay cool it's florida lsu georgia auburn Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi State, uh, Kentucky, um, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, and Arkansas, Missouri. Look at you, Tyler. Incredible. I know my stuff. 
know you know your stuff. stuff. That's why we keep you around on the pod here. Yep. Also, because you know you co-founded this with me, and you're the co-host, so there's like that's eh, not important. If you go, <laughs> the pod ends because this is our thing. Anyway, let's continue going forward. <laughs> um, so we both have Kentucky on that one. Uh, all right, Tyler, let's uh, let's head to the hedges. Can't number believe. seven, Auburn, heading into Georgia, into Athens to take on the number four ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Seven thirty, ESPN. This is a game that is going to be on my cell phone because there is a. I am going to be in the presence of not one, but two UCF grads. Therefore, I know that that game will be on the television. Yeah, so you, you I, will be, I will be As checking the score on Checks notes, Tulsa. Listen, listen. All right, listen, listen. I'm not bang, um, I'm not. I'm not like knocking the decision. It's their school, so it's like, just I, not my house. Florida I won't can be... play Abilene Christian, and I will watch it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 my if our friends Matt and Carson were coming over to our place, that's a Florida household. We're watching the Gator game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's priority. So I will need you to send me updates. I will be checking my phone constantly. Um, and I think what's going to happen here is that you have to tell me. Who goes first? Because you have the first pick. I almost gave you my pick. I gotta do. Yeah. Um, uh, when you prepare for that, um, <laughs> oldest rivalry in the SEC, Tyler. Oldest rivalry in the SEC. But uh, so we th- last week, mm-hmm. Auburn beats Kentucky. They look like no Auburn normally does. The one thing that is is there is that Bo Nix. You know, I have my own th- thoughts about him. But the passing game in general looked a bit better, looked a little less clunky, looked a little smoother. It's not. I know like, how you feel. Yeah, I know how you feel, but you have to concede. There was definite improvement from last year to this year. Oh yeah. So my my whole thing with Bonex has nothing to do with him really. Is the fact that like he's it's in the and Sam Ellinger's kind of moved himself out of this range in my in my idea. Yes. But it's actually it's very similar, honestly, to Tim Tebow, where it's like there's the aura of this the player. Hmm is not the same as their actual product on the field. And the aura of Bo Nix last season was not comparable to the product so, that was actually placed on the field. Okay, he, so can I can I clarify something? Yes. Could we also say that the hype may not match the talent level? Because if you are going to say that, I think we need to take Tim Tebow out of that well, equation because the hype definitely matches the talent The Tim Tebow part, level. I think what I meant for that is that like, is from maybe an, his freshman an, year? Maybe the NFL perspective. Like, okay. Uh, actually, it has nothing to do with Tim Tebow in college. Because uh, Tim Tebow was just as good on the field, but but I think but I think it's going somewhere because Tebow's freshman year when we won the national title in 06, everyone was clamoring clamoring for him to start. Everyone, yeah, everyone. And Mullen and and Urban knew that they were going to work him in. They don't win and, that championship without Chris Lee. Exactly. Yeah, like, Tebow Tebow wouldn't have won that 06 title, and so the thing there. Wow, what a bold statement to say. But I think we're on the same page. It's here. that's not that bold. <laughs> have you have you seen Florida Twitter? That's a good point. Thank you. I just anyway. So, the point here is that the expectations that we had for Tebow, knowing he was going to be a gadget player, uh, a third down, a, a four, four or five plays a game, a package player, were different if he was going to be the starting quarterback. I feel like the whole Bo Nix hype train is what would have happened in 06 if Tebow started. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think and the thing, Bonex, he looks better, and I think he can get to a really good place. I said it last season. He could have a Sam Ellinger career where, like, yeah, he's probably not going to, like, go to the NFL or anything, but he'll be, like, one of the more famous Auburn quarterbacks because he's mm-hmm. probably going to start forever. And he's yeah. going to have he's, he's already He's already beaten Alabama. Like, he's, yeah. he's off to a great start. And but, similarly similarly to Ellinger, he's a local favorite. He's a local guy. He's a local he grew kid. up in Auburn. He's a, he's fan. a legacy. His dad like, was a player. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I like Auburn. They always have a good defense. Kevin Stills is a great coordinator. I like Auburn. I think their 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 pass deck looks better. They got to figure some things out in the running, uh, on their running game, which mm-hmm. Gus Malzahn always does. Yeah. But uh, on Georgia's side, JC Daniels is clear to play, which might how be a little. How convenient rushed. is that? How convenient <laughs> is that? Um, he has not been get set to start, but come on, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> come on, man. That's that's Kirby playing games. That's mind games. So I feel like, given what we saw last week, Auburn winning against a good SEC team in Kentucky, and Georgia mm-hmm. really struggling but winning against a bad SEC team in Arkansas, or we believe is a bad SEC team. What we know um, is a bad SEC team, we know Tyler. Is Come on, <laughs> um, they can be better, but they're still bad. Exactly. There's a ceiling. I think everyone would want to pick Auburn here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go against the grain from what our viewers might think, and I'm gonna pick Georgia. And I don't think it'll be pretty, but I get this feeling. I mean, Kirby hasn't lost to Auburn in in Athens. In Athens, sorry, you're not giving me that look. I'm trying to jinx, I'm trying to jinx a Georgia win. Go right, ahead, look. do your hey. do. Go off, King. Go off. <laughs> God, I'm trying to win here. <laughs> I just need. I just. I just want to know the logic, Tyler. And you know okay. what? I, it would probably help me out here in this game situation because I'm going to take Auburn. Point. Okay. Point. And here's why I'm going to so take now, it. So now that we have our picks out of the way, let's discuss. <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, I don't understand how you can see that offense. Tyler, you said it yourself earlier this week. This entire offense is hanging on to its final thread. And the only slimmer of hope that Georgia has right now is if JT Daniels' medically repaired ACLs are enough to carry them through. We know that they have a good defense. We know this. The mm-hmm. defense is great. We, we are aware of this. But if you don't score points, you're not winning football games. Okay? Defense true. wins championships, very but true. offenses win individual games. I'm yeah. going to start saying that. That's going to be my thing from now on because oh, it's true. trademark, baby. You can, an offense can win you any game. Take a look at Mississippi State. That offense won them that LSU game. Yeah, that offense but won that, But the defense is what's going to carry you to a title. Yeah. So with that being said, we saw Auburn last week. There were very few flaws in that Auburn game. Very few flaws. And that game may have been put out of reach at halftime if they were able to score on that 100-yard interception return six, that, ended yeah. up, that ended up getting called but, back. Yeah. Who knows how the, thing, how the second half would have played out. And we have talked about how much we respect that Kentucky team. So if the transitive property exists, Tyler, if, if, math, if hey, I paid attention in eighth grade pre-algebra, Tyler, mis- then we would know. This is your biggest mistake, Sergio. Why? You're trying to apply math and logic. To college football, property <laughs> to college football in a coronavirus season. Uh, uh-uh. uh. This is a into a game in which Gus Malzahn is the head coach. Chad Morris is calling the plays, good sir. No, that's okay. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> um, Chad Morris is adjusting the plays. Okay. Um, okay. Like He's I putting said, salt on the dish. I I actually think Auburn's offense is going to look good, but like mm-hmm. I think that Georgia's defense at home. Is just gonna. We've seen this. But game what end, does we've seen this game end fourteen to seven? Like I get it, but as Tyler, early what as does recently as last year? And here's the thing. Yeah, we're, we're long term. We're looking on J T Daniels' knees. I think this game it will be enough. Like I mean, they, they, I don't think Georgia has a shot to beat Alabama next week. Uh huh. But and I, I I I'm not Georgia. If they win, it's gonna be by slim margin. Take it's the under. It's gonna. It's oh, take the under. Take the under. Allegedly, it's take going the to under. be. It's going to be them. Like I, I, I believe in Georgia's ability to just 
muddy the crap out of this thing. Yeah. And yeah. and Auburn can win those types of games. So like, mm-hmm. but Kirby Smart's been really good at home in this rivalry. And I I get it. I understand this. And this is a little bit. I can already tell. Like I'll just be objective. You know, out of body experience yeah. here. I can tell this is just me trying to be different. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I get it. I respect that. But there's a little bit. I think I think that it's it's too early for. Uh, I think that Georgia's season is going to go down, and not be what they wanted it to be. But mm-hmm. I think that that doesn't mean that they're going to lose to every good team that they face. Okay, and I think the last point we'll say on this is at least my last point that we'll say on this is that all off season we were talking about how this Georgia team is different. This Georgia team is different. It is not as good as people think it is. The defense is a great defense because they Kirby recruits fantastic on both sides of the ball, and he's a fantastic defensive scheme coach. We know this. But, Tyler, I'm not convinced after what I saw last week. I, I get it. Transitive properties in a coronavirus season with college football, it's risky. But I also do have at least some data Yeah. with last week's game. So I'm going to go with Auburn. Hey. Um because just to, to back you up here, I'm going to go against myself here. Like you could easily be like, even if JT Daniels is the answer long term and stays healthy, is the first game the game that's going to bring him out of his box? Like sometimes it takes a while. They're still yeah. figured out the quarterback position for sure. And he's I'm, he's I'm, he's at a new school. I'm slowly with a new talking system. myself out of this, but I know. Um, and and here's here's what you I'll shouldn't say. let me because I, I <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. No, your pick is locked in. Here's what we're going <laughs> to say. Here's what I'm going to say to end it. And you can't counter because I don't want you to change your pick. Bo Nix has already won a big game against Alabama. We're moving forward. The last uh, game, the last game. I, on, I feel dirty. And <laughs> I think that game was in Brian Denny. Or was it a Jordan No, Hare? it was at Auburn. No, it was a Jordan Hare. Okay, Jordan Hare. Because it was a Jordan Hare. Because uh, right. Auburn plays Georgia and Alabama at, yeah, at this, home. And then they play them both away the next year and then yeah. at home, which yeah, makes yeah. no makes sense, sense to me. But, at all. Um, um, anyway, so... Anyway. Oklahoma at Iowa State is our final game on five wide. 7.30 kick on ABC. Um, all right, Tyler. This is, uh, this is a bounce back game for Oklahoma. I got the pick here. I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler is going to come out. It's a primetime game, ABC. I'm assuming it's Herbie and Fowler because it's 7.30 ABC. That's their, that's I mean, their time I slot. Mean, who else? So the I guess I'm, I'm, assuming, I, I'm assuming game day is going to Ames, right? That's a great question, actually. I guess they're going to Ames? <laughs> while, while you look that up. Why do I not know this? Why you look that up? Prof- hashtag professional podcasting. No, it's um, going to Athens. It's going to Athens. Okay, well, hey, that's a that's a good pick. I mean, it makes sense, but it should have gone to Ames. That's a good pick. So Oklahoma and Iowa State. I think Oklahoma bounces back. This game is going to be very interesting because we know that Matt Campbell can get his defense rolling, and it's going to be very interesting to see how Spencer Rattler responds to a big loss because. That's a big loss that they lost to Kansas State two years in a row at home in the Big Ten opener, in the Big 12 opener. Um, I think he bounces back. I think all the hype that is is true, he bounces, He may not have like a Heisman moment-worthy game. He may not throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns, but, excuse me, I think he'll do enough. I think he'll do enough. And I, I'm sorry, Tyler, but I have already laid stake to hopping off of the the, the Brachiosaurus. Yeah, so no, get out of here, Trey. Apologize, my friend. Um, so. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to slither away in my Rattler. I hate you. Did you hate that so as much as I hated I, it? I, hate, I hated it, too. I, I won't ever say that again. You. I won't ever say that again. I won't edit it out so everyone knows. <laughs> no, you, no it's me, locked in. So they can hold no, me we accountable. Don't, we don't edit things out in this podcast. No, no, no. no, like, no this no, no, is no. unfiltered. Sorry. Um, my bad, guys. But I'm taking Oklahoma. 
I'm going to go against my better judgment and go with my heart here. Um, Tyler. I'm still locked in on this train, baby. I'm going with Iowa State. Because you know, you know who played Oklahoma last year, the next game after they lost to Kansas State? Who? Iowa State. Mm-hmm. How'd that you go? Who, who should have won if not for you I'm know, sorry, that should have? Should have should have Meaning won, that they did not And win? will learn from their mistakes. Does this mean that they didn't win, Tyler? They I'm not aware. They didn't win. They lost by one point. The Iowa so they State lost. Cyclones lost by so one So they didn't point. win. And now they're at home against the worst Oklahoma team. So... Let Which me ask I don't you this. think it's a hot take to say that this Oklahoma team is, looks worse than no, last year's. Not Oklahoma. a hot take. Okay, all right. No. I'm going you, with Iowa State. I, I, I don't feel dirty about this one like I did with the Georgia pick, okay. but I do feel stupid. But I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me ask you this. Is Oklahoma losing two games in a row? Is Lincoln Riley They losing are two now. Games in a row? No, <laughs> oh my god. Stop it. Stop it. No, it's this is a this is a reach. I feel so stupid. I know, dude. Um, I don't. It's like you're. It's like you're allowing me to get. I back get into a the lead, and then I immediately are just trying to give it up. <laughs> oh, my lord, Tyler. Um, All right. About it. One of the. Oh no, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably lose three points right here. So anyway, you... no, I, I'm gonna go with my heart. Okay. Like, I have to. I'm sorry. Like I, I I just gotta go with it. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds great. Actually, sounds fantastic to me, Tyler. You do you, my man. You do you. Um, all right, Tyler, time to move on to our two-point conversion. You have first pick this week, Tyler. What's going to be your two-point conversion game? Well. I don't like it efforts. when you start off with well. <laughs> well, you know, I've been going out on a limb today. You really have, dude. And I think I'm going to keep doing it. Just double down. I'm going to go out on a limb. Remind me, when we, go to Vegas like for my, when we go to Vegas for my eventual bachelor party, Remind me to take away your wallet after a certain time in the night. <laughs> hey, 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 let, hey, yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> I would like everyone to know that I still have a very legal bet on the Florida Gators to win the national championship. It's looking nicer and, and it nicer is looking each week. better by the day. What were your What were your odds? I think they were ten to one. Ten to one. How much? And you I put a hundred dollars down? down, so I will make thousand bucks if. Okay. Like they win the national championship, which you know. Um, you see, it sucks because I went in like February, and they had the their only things that they had because it's college football was like the worst time in the world to bet college football was national is like national championship odds. I'm like, no, I want to parlay. Who's gonna win? What conference? I want, like, I want, I want. I'm in on this. Like, <laughs> I want, I want to predict the pinstripe bowl. Like, I want, I want to go me do my thing. <laughs> like, this is this is why Tyler. This is why we need to go to Vegas. We need to go to Vegas. Oh, we need God. to sit at a sports book for an entire afternoon. That's what we got to do. Entire right, college well, football Saturday. Pick pick speak, your two speak, points. Speaking of gambles, um, <laughs> we know we didn't give you guys any noon games to watch other than the Florida game. Very but true. if you want to keep an eye on one noon game, it's going to be my two-point conversion. Okay, what's And it's be? a bit of a gamble, and I think Serge is actually going to like this one. Okay. I'm going to take the TCU Horn Frogs. I adore this to pick. Austin and beat the number nine Texas Longhorns. Can I make that my two-point conversion as well? Absolutely not. Man. What a fantastic pick, Tyler. Tyler K. Williams redeeming himself with a lackluster five wide. Coming in hot and strong. The iron is still skilleting. Oh, my Lord. The oil's popping up. Bacon's ready. Eggs or omelet is good to go. Where is this going? <laughs> I don't know, man. But ooh. Breakfast food analogies. Talk about a brunch for the ages. Well done, TCU. No, they're scrappy. Texas has been playing with fire. And can, Gary Patterson 
he loves beating Texas because can I can I uh would would you allow me to give Sam Duggar a nickname? Max Duggan a nickname. Max Duggan a nickname. I keep yes. I love you, Sam. <laughs> um Yes, yes. Okay, the Duggatron. <laughs> because he he had a health scare and he came back faster than expected. So he's like a he's like a robot. So the Duggatron. Okay. All right. I see where you're going with that. The Duggatron's going off. The Duggatron is going off. He's going in Austin and he's taking down the Longhorns. I adore it. I, I believe. Oh, I believe. I adore it, Tyler. Incredible. All right. So that's your two point. Tyler, my two point. I'm gonna keep it in my my little domesticated relationship I got here. And it's okay. strictly because I will be watching the game at the time. Uh, I will be with multiple UCF people, and I feel like I want to just have a little bit more incentive to watch this game because I don't think it's going to be the best of football games. So I'm just going to go, and I'm going to play it safe this week. I went out on a limb the past oh, two wow. weeks. I'm going to take UCF. It didn't really pay Tulsa. off for you, though. <laughs> it did not pay off for me, so you I'm hoping this one. This category. I'm doubling down because you made some wild picks in five wide, so I'm just I'm just trying to gain. I know I'm going to I know I'm, I'm going to have one of your you weeks. A lane. I'm giving you a lane to get back into the race. You However, are. if it works out for me, I'll be like two touchdowns ahead of you. <laughs> I'm going to take UCF over Tulsa, 730 on ESPN2. And Tyler, what I was going to tell you before the pod, on ESPN, they they put the names of the, the location of the game. The location of the game for this UCF game is listed as Bounce House, Orlando, Florida. The respect. I love it. I love I, I the, love respect the respect to the bounce house. The it's gonna go it's gonna go great with my sweater coming in. Ooh, yeah. Have I said that I on mean, the pod yet? Yeah. I don't know if you said it on the pod. I've told you, but I don't think I said yeah, it on the pod. But... All right, listeners. So as you all know, my girlfriend Alexa, UCF alum. Um, I feel that it is my boyfriend duty to have some form of UCF gear for so that I can support. All right. I know I'm a Florida fan. I know that's weird. It's fine. This is not a rivalry, guys. I don't know why everyone's trying to make it a rivalry. You can like them both. It's fine. Just like I have FAU gear for the family, just like I have Oklahoma gear for the family, I'm doing approach, doing the same approach. So on Etsy, I found a sweater, black crew neck sweater, that has the word Bounce House on it in Waffle House font. <sighs> so there good. has been nothing more on brand for sideline judgment than for me to wear a bounce house sweatshirt in the font of the the Ibachi of the South Waffle House. Oh yeah, I love it, Tyler. Oh yeah, fantastic, so fantastic. Good. All right, Tyler, let's review these games five wide. Texas A and M at Alabama three thirty on CBS. Both of us have Alabama. Memphis at SMU three thirty on ESPN two. I have Memphis. Tyler, you have SMU. Ole Miss at Kentucky four o'clock on SEC Network. We both have Kentucky. Auburn at Georgia, 7.30 on ESPN. I have Auburn. Tyler, you have Georgia. And to wrap up five wide, Oklahoma heading into Ames to take on Iowa State, 7.30 on ABC. I have Oklahoma. Tyler has the Brachiosaurus and the Iowa State Cyclones. For two-point conversion, Tyler made the pick of the year and took TCU over Texas, and I am picking UCF over Tulsa. That is our five wide and two point conversion. Tyler score to date. Tyler is up 12 to nine next week. We will see how bad I am beating Tyler after this week that he decided to play. All right. All right. You, you just give up that confidence. You just, you just give it up. You just give it up. 
I'm just, I'm just. Kidding. I'm taking some gambles. All right, I'm taking some gambles. Like no, That's no fine. one ever won anything. No one ever won anything by running the ball. <laughs> uh, you got to pass. You got, you got to pass in this league, buddy. You, you got to, you got to toss it up and you got to pray to the gods. Offenses will win you. Defenses win championships, but offense wins individual games. So I respect the hustle. All right, Tyler. Let's end this episode with our patented tweets that we have shared. Tyler, what is your favorite tweet that I have shared with you this week? Well, well, lots of good tweets out here. Oh yeah, we're gonna move over to. Uh, we're gonna move over to. Well, actually, actually, uh, we're gonna talk about a tweet you just sent about uh, from Saturday Down South. Ah, uh, it's pictures. Two pictures. One of. Well, it's 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 my Saturday Night South, and one is a it's a picture of Mike Leach riding a literal bandwagon. It's a picture <laughs> like, of him guys, with guys, a guys, band. It is like, a wagon with a band around him playing. It's the best. It's so stupid. And then also, initial picture of Steve Spurrier giving Dan Mullen a celebratory uh wine because Dan Mullen had said, "I expect a bottle of wine in my office," like because we broke all the records yeah. against the Ole Miss game. It's like. It's a wine cooler. gas station airplane wine cooler. It's a wine cooler. <laughs> like, Which, let me just say a note here. Hey, Dan Mullen, I love you. I adore you. You're going to lead our school to a national championship. I'm convinced. The mask goes over the nose. I think The it, mask goes I, over the nose. I don't think nose. it was a conscious thing. I think I think it's one of those things where, like, you smile and then the, and as your jaw extends, it pulls yeah, the mask uh, down. Okay, okay. The mask goes over I'm the nose. I'm just making excuses out Daniel, here. Right? Daniel, the mask goes Mike over Lynch the nose. Mike Lynch ain't even wearing a mask. But I should have been. We, okay, we, like, we all saw that coming. <laughs> but it's like the end of the tweet says, Name a conference with as much juice as the SEC will wait. And I gotta say, you remember that time of like six years ago, maybe ish, a little bit a little bit less, maybe around that period, where the SEC was just like Alabama running through everybody and nothing else was interesting. It was yeah, all just boring. Yeah. And now everything is so much more interesting. Like the world is healing. have all adapted, and not only is it talent-wise one of the top conferences in college football, it also is just entertainment-wise getting out so much better. And I think a lot of that has to do with the coaching. So just yeah. so fun. It's nice that the coaches have such big personalities now, and we're yeah. able to have characters essentially. You know? Yeah. Uh, once Absolutely. again, I cannot wait for the Egg Bowl. Um, all right, my tweet that you have sent me, Tyler, uh, it is by ESPN College Football. And it is from Saturday after the Mississippi State um, LSU game. And it's, question, you think you should run the ball a little more? And then it's Mike Leach, and it's a picture of Drake. And he's just <laughs> looking back, like that that angry Drake, like, why'd you ask me that question, you disrespectful, you know? Is that, Have they is not that, learned? Have, have they, they not learned? learned? You do not learn your lesson? So that's my tweet. Um, <laughs> that one made me crack up, so... The best is that it was tweeted by ESPN. Yes, like, like they know. <laughs> they knew exactly what they were looking for. Oh, my Lord. So Dude, fantastic. Like, they had like nine yards rushing. I I counted on my – I think while I was watching the game, I made a conscious effort to count on my – like to count um, like the amount of rushes they had. I think it was four. I think it was four, Tyler. So I remember – I distinctly remember a third and three, and it was a draw play. And they got it. And it was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the, I remember tweeting like three years ago, watching a Washington State game. And I was just like, why does anyone, 
why do any any team ever fall for play action when you're playing a Mike Leach team? Like you know they're not going it's not to gonna run happen. It. Like, it, like, and, and that's I think that's why Washington always had his number because they were like, hey, in the film room they're like, hey guys, they will run the ball once a game. So maybe don't even bother trying to maybe. Like, so we're just gonna play in dime package for the entire game. <laughs> yeah, and that that is one thing just to talk about for real, like about Mike Leach, Mississippi State, like. I don't think that this beating LSU is a coming out party to Agreed. a new Mississippi State dynasty. Like anyone who thinks that, I think this is your slow your roll. Like mm-hmm. I think this was a great performance, great game plan. They're clearly way better than I thought they'd be. Mm-hmm, for sure. But here's the thing. I mean, the Washington, the Jimmy Lake Washington film, a defensive film, is out there. Like <laughs> there is a blueprint. everyone knows about it. And I mean, I don't know why Bo Pelini didn't bother to watch it but like it's out there so whatever way that these defense coordinators that are smarter on the side of the ball than you or i will ever be um whatever way they can stop this schematically or jimmy's and joe's wise it's out there the blueprint is there you know you know who was watching that tape on saturday night who nick saban Nick Saban got home and looked look because you know his his wife runs his emails and Twitter and all that stuff. So his mm-hmm. wife was probably he was like, "Hey, honey, what I, what what I missed from the day?" She was like, "Well, so did you hear about Mississippi State?" He was like, "Yeah, I heard Mike Leach put up a lot of points." She's like, "Yeah, everyone's saying that like he's gonna tear through the SEC West." And then he went into his basement, he loaded up the Washington film, and he cracked it down for three hours. And now he's ready for the Mississippi State game, which I don't know when they play, but when they play, he'll have it. He'll, he'll, he'll have us. He'll, he'll have something. Oh, he'll, so. oh, they'll be ready. Okay. Exactly. Tyler, anything else you want to say before we wrap this episode up? Uh, nothing. Just This is an exciting college football. There's a bunch of games that we didn't even mention that are going to be on. Yeah. Missouri, Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. NC State at Pitt. The honorable, that my weekly Pitt shout out. Shout uh, out to North Pitt. Carolina is back playing Boston College. FAU's um, opening their season. Yeah, finally. Finally. Four o'clock uh, on ESPNU. Big, big uh, nighttime battle. Sorry, uh, evening battle gonna be a slugfest between jacksonville state and florida state um we've got navy at air force that's a huge one just the subtle um, disrespect Tyler. <laughs> yeah we're moving on i'm not even gonna dwell on it um lsu's playing vanderbilt which for lsu couldn't ask for a better get right game yep exactly um, perfect and additionally arkansas and mississippi state mississippi state perfect opportunity to carry that momentum arkansas mm-hmm. Weak enough team to maybe bounce back. So very Agreed. interested to keep, keep my eye on that one, despite the fact it's on SCN an alternate, which is actually like the one thing that I get. That you do? No you one, get it? Yeah. No one ever puts anything on SEC alternate. No, it's all like documentaries. It's That's like, it. well, yeah. Like, no, sometimes it's just the logo. They're just well, doing the graphics logo. It's thing. true. But when I when I did have SEC alternate at one point in my life, um, they did show a lot of basketball games on there. There were a lot That's of like good. smaller sports, like not. I shouldn't say smaller sports because all sports are great, but but the lesser revenue sports were on there. It's just not football. They don't usually put football yeah. on there. Um, hey, you skipped over Navy Air Force. Navy Air Force. Navy Air Force. We have a a, a service academies battle. Those are always fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. That's a so, big one. Big game, big week. It's gonna be fun, Tyler. Um, you can catch us early next week reviewing all of these games counting up this fantastic five wide two point victory that I'm going to have over Tyler. Um, and then next week you will oh, just also you wait, just you wait, buddy next week. You will also get a preview of week six. So be in tune for that. Keep an eye out on our website for a couple more blog posts from myself. You're going to have a week five preview blog post 
talking about some of the games that some of the games that we talked about on the pod, some of the games that we did not talk about on the pod, and you will also get a week five review as well. Um, so keep an eye out on those locations. Tyler, this has been another episode of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And we are not biased, but go Gators. Go Gators.